Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to What Do You Say Anime. I am your host, Peter. And on today's episode, we, the gang, the cast, we will be reviewing the 2018 anime, Hina Matsuri. Joining me today, first, my lovely co-host with his fantastic Amelia t-shirt, we have Johnny. Johnny, how's it going? I'm doing great, thank you. So, speaking of gangs, this show has one, but... I mean, is it really a game? I mean, like, they probably do. They probably do more than the cops, right? Like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know either. I, yeah, every I, time, every time you introduce me, I have no idea what to say, so I just make up random stuff, and you know, I, I get it, it just I get, works. I can see that. All right, well, thank you for that, Joey. Uh, joining us, uh, the cat. He is back. Cat, how's it going today? Uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, so, question for y'all. So. I watched this show very, very early on in my anime watching journey. Um, my wife is my wife was peering at me. Um, so, cat's back. Whatever. I don't know what I'm doing right now. Uh, <laughs> a little bit tired. Two, two, so, two Johnnies today. Back. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want from me? It's normally not me. This is Johnny. So. Uh, it's the first for everything. Well, we're glad yeah. to have you. Uh, joining us, uh, Taylor Swift's number one super fan. We have Miles. Miles, how's it going? It's doing good. I was trying to find a lyric that I could fit into Hinamatsuri. I was like thinking about delicate. There's some stuff about like bar and stuff. But I think overall, the themes of Hinamatsuri don't really fit into Taylor's discography, unfortunately. Um, you know, I, I think she'll probably have a song about the Yakuza on her next album, but so far we haven't got there. Uh, so, you know, for now, no Taylor lyric this week. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I think the most, like, logical transition from Cardigan is to Yakuza, which makes a lot of sense. So I could definitely see I, that happening. I, I agree. Uh, and uh, joining us, as always, our moderator, Mr. Young Patty Mills himself. Pat, how's it going? It's good. It's good. Um, yeah, I, I missed last episode actually. Um, I was so bummed out to lose out on uh, discussing Angel Beats. You know, <laughs> but you know what? Uh, drinks had to be had in on Memorial Day weekend, and jobs had or new careers had to be started as well. So you know what? Other than uh, those things take priority. But I am back now. I'm comfortable. I'm happy, and I'm ready to talk about a really fun anime that actually uh, the last couple of days I was able to binge through and really enjoyed myself i i gotta say more than i thought i would um it was one of those shows that slipped through the cracks for me i know uh when it first came out in 2018 when i first started to become a a, a seasonal watcher so uh so yeah let's get into it so we were discussing hina matsuri which uh, again like i just said uh aired in spring of 2018 uh let's just do our usual first impressions spoiler free uh you know where you first heard about it what your first initial thoughts were, first couple episodes, how you felt about it, um, and anything else you might want to throw out there. So why don't we start with Miles? Yeah, so I first heard uh, about it from Pete. Uh, Pete talks it up a lot. I really don't think his description of it does the show justice, um, personally, but that's okay. Um, so first few episodes, uh, it was a lot funnier than I was expecting. I, I don't know why I wasn't expecting a comedy. I I thought it would be like sort of like a, I don't know, drama slice of life sort of thing. Um, uh, so it was not at all what I was expecting, but I, I did have a ton of fun with it. Uh, and I, I would absolutely recommend the show if you enjoy having a good time um, and, and yeah. laughing at some some fun hijinks and maybe learning a thing or two along the way. Um, you know, so, 
Um, at the very least, you'll you'll learn how to make a bartender. So that's <laughs> that's what I got. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, yeah, the show uh, was very uh, definitely comedy focused. At least in my eyes, it was. Um, you know, the story is fun and it's unique, but it's not the uh, most logical thing at all times, especially early on, at least for me, it wasn't. Uh, but Kat, what have you got? So I first started watching the show back in like, I think it was like, I think it was 2018. Um, was it either 2018 or 2019? But um, uh, I was just trying to become like a seasonal watcher or a person that I was just trying to expand my like anime watching portfolio. And uh, I was looking through Country Roll because I'd paying seven ninety nine a month, and I wanted to get my seventy nine seven ninety nine a month's worth, and just like clicked the show out of nowhere and loved it the first time I sh- the first time I watched it, and um, I talked it up a lot like Pete, uh, and going back through it, I I not much has changed. I mean, I saw a few things that I didn't catch in the first watch through or didn't remember from the first watch through but for the most part like i still love the show it's still still really fun um and honestly i just did not realize how much hitomi was just i didn't remember how much hitomi had to go through let's put it that way (laughs) yeah no she got she definitely does go through a lot that's fair enough all right uh johnny what about you so for me, it's the same thing as Miles. Is I heard literally like nothing about the show except for repeat. And so he described it as uh, imagine Yakuza with psychics. And yeah, there are Yakuza and there are psychics in the show, but they don't really have too much to do with the show. Like these guys are barely Yakuza's. But beside that, like the show's great. It's fu- it, it, same with Miles. It's much funnier than I thought it would be. And on the subject of learning, I learned that horse achievement was a thing because of this show. So, you know, you learn stuff. That what? Horse sashimi. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you, you learn something every day, you know? Yeah, that's completely fair. <laughs> All right. Uh, Pete, what about you? Yeah, I'm going to apologize for people like telling people like what I thought of it. This is like one of the first shows when I got into watching seasonals was this is like right when I started watching seasonals. And it's been over three years, I think, since I've watched it, so... Like, looking back at it, I thought it was more like Yakuza and Psychics. I didn't realize, like, the other elements that go into this show. So, my apologies for talking up a show that, like, really wasn't what I remember it was. Um, first impressions, though, this it was such a like, enjoyable show to watch. Uh, as a rewatch, this was such a breeze. I had so much fun rewatching it. I caught a lot of things I didn't. Um, characters, like how I portrayed them the first time I watched it completely changed this time. So that was really fun to like go into it. I think this, this hits so many things that like a lot of people would like thoroughly enjoy. I highly recommend it to almost anybody. It has like some cool, like mature themes to it that touch on some subjects that a lot of times anime doesn't touch at all, like homelessness, which was really cool to see. And, but it also has, like, those silly, quirky things like Mob Psycho does, where it's, like, over-the-top, silly psychic, like, battles or powers and stuff like that. So, I thought it was, like, a really good dynamic and a really good combination of a bunch of different genres all together, which can be really hard to do. And I thought Hidamatsuri did a really good job with it, so I highly recommend it to anybody. 
Yeah, that, that reminds me. I guess I'm out of practice. I did not remember to ask for recommendations from the first three people. So, But I assume this you would recommend these shows. Uh, why don't we start back with Miles real quick? Well, I remembered that that was something we were supposed to do. And so I, I did say that. I said I would absolutely re- recommend it if you were in for a good time and you might learn something along the way. I remember That's saying um, that, Miles. <laughs> Okay. Well, I remember Kat and Johnny specifically not saying whether they recommended it or not, and that was what was fresh on my mind. I'm sorry. But go ahead, Kat. What about you? Uh, Do you recommend this show? I would recommend the show if I if I didn't say that I'd recommended the show after saying that. You I said a lot of show. nice things. Yeah, you said a lot of nice things. I I don't know. I swear I swear to God I sat here. We can go back and look at the tapes Kat, after. Again. I know what Maybe you're I'm... going through. Like you just got off work and you know, like you got to jump right into the next thing. And you know what? You're not running on all the solos, but you know what, Pat? You're trying. You're giving your hardest. Gambate, I Pat. I believe in you. Oh, wow. We're going full full into it. I know for a fact Johnny didn't say whether he recommended it or not. So Well, Johnny... that's, because, well that's because I was actually going to say more, but then you just moved on. So I was like, okay, whatever. Right, I would fuck recommend me, I guess. <laughs> fuck this guy. All right. You know what, guys? We don't. You, I'll, I'll just go back. <laughs> I'll go home. Uh, no, no, we, we appreciate. No, but you went no, back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You want me, to, don't you? Yeah. Well, Kat, I need you here, dude. You're one of the two moderators. We yes, missed you last of week. Well, what would we do without a second moderator here yeah. to moderate three other people? Miles, yes, Miles was the moderator yes. for Angel Beats, and he dropped the ball so many times it was incredible. So, like, we need both of you. <laughs> apparently, yeah. so, apparently, I'm kidding, um, Miles. I was like, wait, I was like, I was like, run it back. I was like, did I? <laughs> now we, now we're all feeling that. Now that like, both moderators are in a terrible place of mind. So what that, are we doing here again? Uh, like, I tell you, do you recommend it or not? <laughs> Say yes. Okay. Thank you. My turn. All right. Shut the fuck up, everybody. Jesus Christ. Um, so... <laughs> Like everyone else has said, I would recommend this show uh, to most people. I thought it was a really fun comedy. I had a really good time with it. Um, uh, Just for those that are curious, the studio, like me going into this, I knew nothing about this studio that made it, except for the fact that they did um, uh, Yeah, they did Origairu Seasons 2 and 3, and then they also did uh, a bunch of other random really bad, not bad, but very just not Origairu stuff. Yeah, that they did. Um, uh, that what's it called? Psyche K is no, not Psyche oh, K. Sorry, no, oh, not okay. Psyche K. Pardon me. Um, uh, da, uh, so I can't play H. I don't know why those names associated in my head, but they did. Uh, they did Takashi Kashi. So a bunch of other just random like shows that you wouldn't really associate with Origairu. At least I wouldn't. Uh, and then obviously Kazexis. So they. <laughs> that, oh, but they also gone. did a Bikini Warrior special. Oh, they did. Yes, of course. How could I have forgotten that show? Um, but yeah, I don't know. Going in, I, I expected, again, because of Pete's uh, impressions, and then also because of what I heard about it from uh, the Crunchyroll Awards, I remember in 2018 hearing, like, seeing them on, in every category, they had either a character or their OP, their ED, best drama, or, or maybe not best drama, but, like, best comedy, whatever. Like, there was always, like, someone from Hinamatsuri in there, and that was, like, one of the shows that fell through the cracks for me, like I said earlier. So I definitely... Um, I, I've heard really, really good things about it going into it, and I, I was not disappointed. Uh, this was such an easy show for me to watch after the stressful few weeks I've had of you know starting a new job. So uh, definitely didn't expect more mob mafia shit to be going on, but uh, I wasn't disappointed that there wasn't. I guess I, I, like it, it didn't really affect my enjoyment of the show. Um, 
best girls should be a really interesting conversation for this show. I think that yes. that'll be a lot of fun. Yes. Um, I think there's one very clear answer, but you know what? I, I get I get why people might disagree. Um, but yeah, all right. So that I think that concludes our spoiler-free section, at least. Our, uh, so uh, based off of our recommendations, which were scattered all throughout, apparently. Whether uh, yeah, I know make your decision on whether you want to watch the show or not if you haven't already otherwise you will be spoiled on certain plot points and certain things that do happen in the show i'd say they are relevant you know so in a show like uh i don't know another show we've watched in the past maybe it isn't that relevant but i'd say that the plot that is pretty relevant and like knowing things ahead of time would change your enjoyment of the show so if you haven't watched it before please pause us and come back to us at some other point after you've watched it, because I think we all did just recommend it to you. So, uh, but yeah, let's get started. Uh, does anyone have a, their first talking point? Anything that they want yes. to bring up first? Go ahead, Kat. All right. So I just wanted to start with, um, so our, during our introductions, Pete did say that Pete did kind of compare Hinamatsuri a little bit to Mob Psycho and saying that some of the fights were over the top. I do agree with that, but I do want to point out one of, one of the things that I missed during the first, uh, I didn't remember during the first, uh, during the first watch through of the show and remembered this time, uh, was, uh, Nita, uh, the, the, one of the main characters. He is, uh, like during the first episode when he first meets Hina, he's just like, he just acts like it's not just like nothing is happening the whole way through. Just doesn't really give a shit. And, it's one of those things that if it were any other anime, it would have been the it would have been the largest overplayed something or another like in the whole in the whole show and it would have just would have been kind of annoying and it wouldn't have been as special. Like the fact that Nita was just like something just came out of the middle of came out of nowhere to the middle of my fucking living room. I don't give a fuck. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna sit the fuck back and not do shit. I love that shit. And like they know how to overplay something while almost not pointing at it at all. And it's kind of it's one of those things that I really applaud about the show rather than say uh fucking Damn, I can't remember any of the shows maybe, that I've watched. Maybe like before. maybe other shows where like yeah, the joke gets old really quickly. Maybe something like that. Yeah. So like yeah. so maybe a good example of that would be um, his vases constantly being broken throughout the show over and over again, and him getting frustrated uh, by those things happening. Uh, like you know that joke maybe after the first episode, you've been like, all right, the, we get it, we get it. Like in another show, but this show does it very well. They they touch, they very delicately reference it or go back to it at different points that are are not overbearing at least i didn't find them to be so uh what about everybody else i i think i can touch on like nita's like lack of response it was an episode it was the end of episode 11 where he gets the phone call that hina has gone missing and like the principal calls him and he's like i'm sorry i have this awful news but hina is lost in the mountains and his response was oh yeah it's like no it's like yeah what yeah okay <laughs> like it's just like his lack it's like the lack of response makes his response so much better it's like when silence is used really well it's like the lack of sound makes it so much better it's kind of like what i was like thinking of it's just like how deadpan nita is at times makes his character so much fun 
and was like a great great aspect for like multiple people's arcs not just like Hina's, but like he's also like influenced like in hitomi's arcs and a little bit in anzu's and like how he like changes with each like interaction between these people really made him like a really fun character to interact with in the show absolutely yeah no he did a, <laughs> i i i think nita was great yeah like i the, the the two leads i guess is is a good uh a good launching point for our conversation with with hina you know the titular hina from Hinamatsuri and then nita himself uh the 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 two of them their interactions i think on screen were some of my favorites of the show like the the, the way they the, the way hina would obsess over certain things but then uh like, I don't know, like, I think it was episode two or three where she wanted to, like, clean the house to try and, like, make Nita happy. And, but, like, even with her putting her whole mind to it and being dedicated to trying to do the right thing, she just screws everything up and, and is still very lazy. Even though she's trying very hard, she's very lazy about how she cleans the house. Like, she makes them, she messes up or makes a spill and she goes, Oh, I'll clean it up later. Or whatever, and then goes to do something else, and it's just like she's just oh, I'll reward myself with a snack after doing almost nothing but break things. Like it's, um, I don't know. I thought it was a very clever, uh, and, and of course him coming back and being so devastated by uh, by by the chaos that she has created. I thought that that was a really fun aspect of the show. Was there there the two of them going back and forth? There the ebbs and flows in their relationship were really fun to watch. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, because, like, remember, like, the relationship starts out with him essentially being, like, strong-armed into being her dad. Yeah. Um, it, because, you know, she has amazing psychic powers, and she's like, I'm gonna live here. And he's like, what the hell? No, you're not. And she's just like, I'll destroy your house. I'll break your vases. <laughs> you don't yeah. let me. And he's like, I guess you live here. Um, <laughs> you know, so... This is my life now. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. He just sort of, you know, takes it on the chin and, you know, they develop a very, uh, you know, I don't know, nice little relationship over the course of, of the show, which it was nice to see that develop, you know, um, where there's some sort of, like, familial little bond that, that they have going on there. Um, which is really good because um, it's sort of like a, you know, I don't, I don't know, like, you know, everyone's, all, everyone's parents are dead in anime. So it's nice to see something at least resembling a parental bond, um, you know, in a show. Cause it's a little, a little rarer than other types of uh, relationships. So I think that's a really oh. good thing that you're bringing up. And it's the thing that I missed the first time and definitely caught the second time was just how this is just like a family show. Like, you have different sets of families throughout, like, everyone's, like, arcs. You have, like, a stereo- like a typical father-daughter relationship with, like, Hina and Nita. You have Anzu at the beginning who has no parents, but her family is the this, like, you know, like, you kind of like us it's just like we're we're kind of like a weeb family we're but like i thought i was about to say i thought you were gonna say like oh yeah like us yeah we're like homeless people but it's like no, like you have like this community that she interacts with that becomes her family like mm-hmm. it's it's that's they have that like style of family you have um i don't know hitomi is like an abusive family because she's just constantly like um saying yes to everybody about everything and i mean that's kind of a, that's a joke not really like a family but like 
you have like this it's like a really like overarching even the yakuza is like a family to them like in uh nita and um sabu and stuff like that so i was like it was a really cool underlying thing that they did in the show they didn't really like force it on you but like that was like a huge emphasis is like being like you can't do everything by yourself sometimes you need like a family or a group or a community and i thought that was like really really cool like slice of life thing that you really don't see a lot in anime sometimes you see it with like one family or something like that this was like three separate families i'll put it that way three or four separate families i thought it was like a really cool underlying theme that they did in the show so i don't know if anybody else has thoughts about that but that was like a really I, really fun thing about it i kind of um when you said it's it's kind of like a family show it kind of made me kind of connected dots a little bit so that i can compare it to another show um we haven't watched the show on, on the uh on the podcast yet actually i got an idea um anyway this kind this show kind of uh reminds me of a uh of another slice of life that uh just with like it's basically sweetness and lightning with telekinesis and as a comedy so like that's that's how I'm comparing it. Because, like, you know, Sweetness and Lightning is very, very cute. And this is very, very... <laughs> it has cute funny. elements to the show, absolutely. It yeah. cute. It's very cutie, cutesy sometimes. It's fun. Yeah. It's just... I feel like... I feel like the uh, Anzu doing the, uh, doing the tag with Hitomi was kind of meant to be cute and then turn into funny as soon as... As soon as Satomi was just like, we're not elementary schoolers. Like, that type of also thing. Also low-key depressing, like, about Anzu's yeah. character. That that's how she views fun, is to play tag as, like, a 14-year-old. I'm like, I kind of feel bad for her. <laughs> like, Okay. But I know Miles uh, has words about Anzu, but... Uh, yeah, I, 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 let, let, let's keep it positive. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what? Let's not keep it positive. <laughs> she no, had no, no, a no, whole no, life. No. She had a whole life before this. They all did. They, why why is she the only one that thinks tag is fun? Hina doesn't think tag is fun. Mao doesn't think tag is fun. Why is it Anzu? Why? Because okay, well, okay, well, she she's been homeless for like a month. So like, to be fair, to, to be to, to be to fair, be I fair. think Mao had it worse than Anzu. That what? I think Mao had it worse than Anzu. Mao had it worse than Anzu, but handled it better by remembering by that she was a psychic alien and like made herself a hut in food you think she handled it better by becoming by talking to coconuts it, yes yes it, yes i do because she attempted to do anything to get herself out of the okay, situation well, well to in. be fair anzu didn't yeah. use her psychic powers because like something nita said like he, she shouldn't use them so that's why she didn't do any of that no who cares what nita says who the hell is Nita? Why does she care? Exactly. Well, well, that... <laughs> the point is that she does care, so. <laughs> I, well, I don't know. The point being, like, Anzu is a very sad character. She she goes through a very hard time. And for me, all of that is completely nullified by that. It was a complete opt-in on her end. Like, none of it was necessary. She could have just not done it. No way. What? Sometimes people just want to... Maybe not intentionally, but sometimes people just make bad decisions, and then they end up homeless, you know? Just, I would see, like but, to... but that's not what that's not what happened. Like, right, I feel very bad for, like, the homeless guys who seem to, like, acknowledge that they made some bad mistakes in the past, 
and they were like trying to make a community and something. Imagine you are one of these homeless men, right? And you take care of Anzu and you feed her and set up a shack and stuff. And then you find a family for her to live with because like Japan is changing their laws and you can't be like homeless in the park anymore and you have to like go somewhere else. Okay. And then you find out that she is telekinetic and she can just do whatever she wants. Do whatever she wants. Anything she wants. She could yeah. have earned so much money so, so quickly. Like, we see Hina earn a ton of money immediately. We see Mao earning money with her psychic powers um, in a little flashback. You know what I mean? Hitomi, who isn't psychic, we see earn a ton of money. <laughs> we see everyone who puts their mind to it in any way be showered with money. And... Anzu collects cans. It, she like, doesn't even use her psychic powers to collect lots of cans. No, she doesn't. Everyone else there feels so bad for her cash. that they buy a television for her to sell for like 20 bucks. <laughs> okay, so I get what you're saying, but like, let's think about it this way. So like, say two people spend an equal amount of time like training in like learning all the skills and need for a certain job. But the difference is one job makes one dollar $1 an hour and the other job makes $100 an hour. I, that's I, that's kind of like I'm not saying here. that Anzu has to, like... I'll, just be, be mean. Say what you... I, I'll, I'll be mean. Yeah, the, just, the, just her mean. inability to be efficient in any way when granted with super ultra-human abilities is absolutely infuriating because no one else with her powers is that stupid. Like, Hina... Hina exists. ...flattens a glade and chops up a bunch of trees into logs. If Anzu, like, went to a junkyard and just brought all of the junk metal to her, like, what they were basically doing with the aluminum cans, she could have changed all so of those money. people's lives so quickly. She, she didn't even have to do anything illegal. She could do street performances like Hina and Mao did at some point. Like, there's just so much she could have done in, like, like, she thinks about, like, the only time she thinks about using her powers to make money is to cheat at horse racing. Almost cheat Why, horse racing. Anzu? There's Almost. so many other things you could have done. She chooses and not to cheat, though. She just chooses, but it's the only time she thinks about using her powers it's to true. make money. Yep. She doesn't, like, like, I get, like, initially, like, her initial thing was, like, I'm stuck here. I'm embarrassed that Hina beat me. Like, I don't want to. and prideful, right? Like, I get that. that. Bit. But yeah. then, like. Three weeks later, everyone finds out that she's there anyway. She's, like, hanging out with Hina kind of, like, regularly. Nita knows she's there. Like, uh, so that, the facade is gone. <laughs> you can, you know, like, it. oh, God, I don't know. The issue is that without the context that Anzu is an alien with psychic powers, her little story is amazing. It's so heartwarming. She has, like, great work ethic and values and stuff like if she was just a normal human she would be an absolutely amazing character but she's not and so she isn't and 
I can't. I don't know. I think it's the worst thing about the show. I hate Anzu because I think she's that's part of the joke, so though. Stupid. Is it part of the joke? Because it's so it doesn't. Stubborn. I think so. I think it's part of the joke that she's so stubborn about not like using her powers to 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 gain an advantage, or it, or at first initially it was to not reveal where she was, right, or that she was there, and then afterwards I thought it was. Um, just to prove that she can do it. She's learned that she can do what she's doing without her powers. So why use them? Why, you know, when other people don't have them or, or whatever you want to say, like, which of course I agree. That's really fucking dumb. But I, <laughs> I also think that as, from a character standpoint, I don't think that that's necessary. I think that that was a, a decision that was intentionally made, you know, like to be that way. That's where I, so I to me, like she is so, she she like takes offense by like the wealth and opulence around her, right? Um, because she grew up for like two months or whatever in like a community where money is very sparse and stuff. That's a very good attribute to have, right? Like to understand the value of the dollar, to be empathetic of people with needs that you know are wanting and understand you know that how good certain people have it and everything my issue is that she could have helped all of those people it was within her power i i would imagine without much effort to like literally take all of those people and have them stop being homeless like i think that would have been super manageable by her um you know, like, even if she just went to Nita and was like, you know, can I get in on some of that, like, land development that Hina's doing? You know what I mean? Like, it, scrounging around for TVs on a hill that wasn't even a waste bin? What was up with that? Did they ever explain why they were looking for TVs in a place with no trash at all? Um, I Well, I think, I think the joke is that, like, Anzu doesn't know that. And Hitomi is such a nice friend that she just, like, goes along with it. And then Hina's just an idiot. So, like, that's, like, the whole dynamic of them searching for a TV in, like, a ravine. Which doesn't make any sense. Unless that's where, like, people dump stuff in Japan. I have no idea if that's, like, the case. Well, it does in Higurashi. They don't don't throw away trash. That's that's a a landfill, though, Pat. That's a landfill? Oh, shit. Damn, I stand. Japanese people don't usually litter, so... No, yeah, it's like a scrapyard yeah. or something. Yeah. Like if they were looking, where, you know, where they go to get the Kenta doll and Hig, then like that would make so much sense. But mm-hmm. so can I? Can I? I would yes. also like to uh, to add something in. You better so... not have anything good to say about Anzu. That's what I. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we can like so, Anzu as well. Come I on. just. I just wanted to circle back to the beginning of this whole discussion uh, about Anzu was about the tag. Um, yes. Personally, personally, and maybe this is because I was, if I, if the high school that I went to actually had sports and or like band or anything like that, I'd probably be a jock and a band kid. Uh, I... I stopped playing tag when I was like 19 mainly because I started playing tag with like football players and soccer players and shit like that. And it was just fucking dumb and fun. Wait, so you stopped uh, playing tag at 19. Is that what you're saying? 
He's saying like he kept yes. playing it. It's okay. not like a thing okay. that you stop playing. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 that. Like, I just play, play like Man capture Hunt. the flag is yeah, basically the flag, bag, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, I played capture the flag up until I went to college for sure. Word. All right. So um, now so they were the... playing tag with two people. But... <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, no, I know. I, right, I don't know. I can't be just... blessed with friends like you, Miles, you know? I, yeah. My apologies. Um, yeah. I just, I don't know. I really would, I would love to like Anzu. I think there's like a very simple solution where you switch Anzu and Hitomi in some ways, where you mm-hmm. have like the regular person who's homeless and like doing all of this. And then you have the humor of an alien having to take on all of these weird social, like human jobs. And like having to like learn things and stuff, like I think you can make that it's, dynamic. Yeah. So, so I get that. But... Wait, wait. Let me go, go, please. Yeah, let me go. So, so like I get what you're you're saying with that. Like, but then also, you're just describing a, a homeless child in a show that it go, that would be completely random to have a homeless child in the show. I feel like right because like the whole the whole reason that. Again, so Anzu's homeless because she has nowhere to go because she's been spawned into this world, and like the part of the joke is her psychic powers or whatever, or that she is psychic. Versus Hitomi has a place in the world because she's a classmate of Hina's, right? So, like, if you were to flip those characters and just have this poor random little girl that is also homeless, like, I feel like that would change. Like, like you said, so maybe that would be more like emotionally dramatic or, or meaningful, but like. Why would she get included in the show? Like, why would she exist? I, yeah, I mean, you you would have yeah, to change some stuff like. around. Obviously, I mean, Johnny, yeah. you had some thoughts on this. What, no, what were you going to say? That was that was what I was going to say too. Because like, I think the I think you hating it is because it's it's a joke. It's like, yeah, that's Wait, the joke. Is it is it a joke? They don't make it. They don't. There are a lot of jokes in this anime. It, it, lots of them. They're very funny. Um, the, the show is very funny. Anzu, Anzu's little like homelessness arc and like her that's all supposed to and I, I think supposed to be very wholesome mm-hmm. and endearing and like and it is to an extent right like you know what I mean because like Anzu doesn't have any inner dialogue about not wanting to use her powers to like prove something to herself there's no establishment for this this is all conjecture that we have to do you know um, like she has the one the one thought in like episode two or three or something where she's like, if I use my powers, Hina will know that I'm stuck here and that will be embarrassing. So I'm not going to, but then Hina learns she's stuck there anyway. So like after that, as far as I know, we don't get any other explanation for it. I don't know. Let's talk about other things. I don't want to. I really like the show, and I don't want to bitch about Anzu. Let's talk about like time. the funny stuff about it. Since this was there's like... lots of funny things. You know who's hilarious? Hitomi, and everything Hitomi does. Um, yeah. Her facial expressions hilarious. Her inner dialogue hilarious. The bit with Hitomi is that she gets roped into being a bartender at like the age of twelve um, because she's trying to help uh, Hina find. Um, what's his name? Nita. 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 And she's like behind the bar for whatever reason. And a really drunk guy comes in and like has her make her a drink or make him a drink. And she's like really good at it. And so eventually through getting blackmailed by a Yakuza lady, um, or like a Yakuza adjacent business lady or something. I don't know if women are allowed into the Yakuza. Um, I think Yakuza is the right word. 
Yeah, know, yeah. Where it's like she's protected by them. Yeah, and and she does business with them. Like that's okay. kind of like the, the 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 vibe I got from it at least. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's, it's kind of like the um the they provide protection for uh, for the businesses so that nobody can try and like nobody can try and do some weird shit to it. Okay. So we have uh, Hitomi like living this like second life as like a bartender and she gets into a bunch of crazy hijinks and stuff. Um, and I, I think it's really funny. What did everyone else think was funny? <laughs> what did you guys think was funny? Fucking Anzu. <laughs> I loved Hitomi as well. Uh, Hina and Nita's dialogue was always fun to me. Um, I liked, uh, I, I especially liked uh Utako or Sakura, the the bartender lady, the actual mm-hmm. lady. I loved her. I thought she was really fun. Uh, she had like a spunk to her that was very unique. Um, not unique, but very well done. Maybe is what I should say. Um, I don't know. What about the rest of you guys? All right. So I think my favorite part about the show is is Nita trying to like trying to convince everyone that like about the story of Hina because obviously he can't say. Oh, she literally just popped out of nowhere. Yeah. So he has to come up with like more and more convoluted stories about how about why he's taking care of a little girl. So that he just gets himself deeper and deeper into this rabbit hole, and it's just hilarious to watch because it, like it goes from him like protecting his dead friend's child to uh, all of a sudden it's actually his daughter, and then like and then like as a result of that, like everyone just so like for example like when he like disowned her because you know she fucked up his. Everyone, everyone was like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? You just kicked out your own daughter. And then, like, he didn't think about that because, like, you know, from his perspective, he probably forgot about this whole story because, like, you know, she's not actually his daughter. And he's like, oh, oh, I just, I sound like a horrible person now. You know, and, and like, also him trying to explain to his family about the whole thing. Like, that, that, that scene was hilarious. Which he tried to improvise, and he was like so overcome with like wholesomeness that she like attempted to like make up a story. Um, <laughs> he's like, she's so distraught that she's barely begun speaking anymore. It's <laughs> yeah. just about her being chili shrimp. Yeah, she just remembered just being a complete like, potato no. brain. God, which was like honestly a pretty on point story to make up about Hina. Like, I feel like if her family was murdered, she would also just like ignore it and chili shrimp like yeah <laughs> uh so, my, oh sorry go ahead cat so for me i think my favorite my the funniest part for me was with mal actually the uh the whole like um what's it called uh just the monk thing where they're all just doing martial arts and shit and she's just like cheating the fuck out of it with the Tell giant him. machine thing? Yes, just like fucking pose the fucking shit up and then just like touches it later. Yeah, because like... she, she stops it with her mind <laughs> and then she realizes that her hand and her feet are not touching the bars. So then she slightly moves her leg and arm so it looks like she's touching it. She's like, oh, I should actually look like I'm stopping this with my body, shouldn't I? That was a good yeah. And then she's, yeah, then she just like one punch mans it. And then also another part with her just a little bit later. Actually, it was part of it in the beginning part too. Just like the my smartphone. Oh, dude, I want you on the smartphone. 
Which you only get if you watch the sub. Uh, Miles watched the dub. We actually had this conversation the other day. Yeah. They say something different in the dub. So in the dub, um, she like hits his hand and he's like, oh no, like damn it. And then he looks up and he goes, unfortunately, we all use the find your friend app. And then like everyone else like runs in to like give him backup or whatever, yeah. which is super what? funny. Because in, yeah. in the sub, he just says like, uh, I guess I didn't need to make that phone call anyway. And then, but like in the dub, <laughs> they just completely change it, which I thought is, uh, when you do dubs like that, especially with comedies, I like when they mix stuff up like that. It's really fun. Yeah. Uh, my favorite good. comedy thing from it is when uh, Hita wanted to like surprise uh, Nita for like his birthday. So she like takes his picture. She tries to make a cake. She doesn't know what frosting is. So she finds something white and it's salt. So then she just makes a salt <laughs> strawberry cake. Uh, she wants to like get him a treat for his birthday, so she takes out the Ikura bowl that he she saves for her. But then she she's so like self, she's like, well, I don't want to give him that much. Like she like gives him like eighteen of the little things, and then Nita walks in. And he's like, am I dead? Like is this my funeral? Like what is going on here? And then Hina just being all dumb, she's like, ah, uh, boo! And then she doesn't understand what surprises are. Mm-hmm. I. I love that scene. That was so funny. <laughs> Iku- Ikuna is uh is caviar, right? I assume, or is uh, fish yeah, eggs of egg. some kind. Salmon eggs. Salmon roe. Okay. I've had uh, them before. They're good. It's uh. Um, I, I assume that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, I have a question. Um, so in in the dub, whenever anyone was injured, they just said owie. Like yes. In okay. The, yes, they say ouchie. It's like ouchie, yeah. owie. <laughs> Yeah, Hello. so like in the, in the scene where where Hina's like beating the shit out of like the rival Yakuza family, they're all like she's like throwing them out of like the second story window or whatever, yeah, and they're, they're just, just like going, owie. Yeah, they just going, going ouch, ouchie, owie. It was so random. I I thought that was weird at first, and I was like, okay, so that's the tone of the show. So they did a good job with that, I think. Um, where it didn't <laughs> it didn't like come off as just like some random dub or sub error or whatever but it was definitely intentional too because you could hear like the way they were shouting in japanese too was very like not flamboyant but you know what i mean like it wasn't it, it had a flair to it that normal grunts and moans and groans would not have in, in yeah. subtitles um but yeah okay well we've kind of already talked a little bit about best boy and best girl but i think we might as well move on to it um if you unless someone else has a is a very specific uh, thing that they wanted to bring up about the plot or or the general story. Uh, um, I guess I don't know if we should say for like final thoughts, but like how they like kind of like formatted the show with like Mao being in like the first episode and then the last two was a little interesting. And I guess like would you change like your opinion on this show if it had like a second season? Um, because I think like how like the it, it seemed like it t- kind of tone shifted a little bit towards the end. Um, I guess I guess like what are your guys' thoughts on like the last like two episodes with like Mao being the focal point? Uh, I guess uh, Mao's you can go. I guess yeah. So what I thought was weird is like so they finish up the arc where you know they're stuck in the the mountain or whatever, and her friends learn about Hina's powers, um, and they roll credits at like 12 minutes into the episode and like play the ED. And then they have like a half an episode on Mal. It was, I don't know. It was kind of weird. Cause like, you know, nothing about her. And it's like, 
setting up a hook maybe for you know whatever happens next i don't know what the manga maybe it's like oh if you read the manga like you'll get to you'll get to see what happens here you know like i'm not sure if that's mm-hmm. why they were doing it or whatnot but like it just seemed kind of misplaced um from everything else we got but you know, I don't. You, I, you never really know if you're going to get a second season or not, right? So, like, I can't blame them for it. It was just weird without to sort of just like introduce a character, like two episodes in or two with like two episodes left or whatever. Like, I, I did think that was like weird. Um, and I, I honestly think it would be easy enough if they did get a second season to just introduce Mao in like episode two of whatever the second season yep. would be or whatnot, yep. you know, that like, they didn't really have to do that. Um, it, I mean, it didn't really hinder my enjoyment. I don't think like, you know, it's not something like land of the lustrous or something where I felt like, like, come the fuck on, give me something. Yeah. Like, like betrayed just, by the lack of stuff. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. you know, like, it was just sort of like. Yeah, sorry, cat. Yeah. We like the show. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's our point, though. We're still shitting on it, though, for the. <laughs> like, well, yeah, but, like, I, I guess, because, like, this was, like, sort of like a series of vignettes or whatever with, like, some progression between them. And then, like, this, like, kind of random thing that just, like, didn't seem to fit with everything else. And, like, maybe if we had two or three seasons, it would all make sense in, like, context of each other. Um, but, like, with the limited scope, it didn't make a ton of sense, but I, I don't think I cared. Like, it was weird, but, like, I wasn't, like, gotta subtract a point here. You know what I mean? It was just sort of, like, this is a thing that happens with anime. Uh, personally, for me, with Mao coming in at the at the eleventh episode and, and the twelfth episode, I honestly, I really so going through the characters. I'm going to circle back because I'm that type of guy. Um, for the characters, Hina, Anzu, and uh, Hitomi. So. Hina, Anzu, and Hitomi. I liked all three of them, but like, I feel like. I feel like I liked Mal a little bit more. I'm not saying who my best girl is, uh, but I liked Mal a little bit more for the two episodes that I've seen of her, mainly because she seems to be a little bit more, like, a little bit more like Hitomi, uh, with a little less brains, put it that way. Uh, and I feel like, and I feel like that's kind of uh, kind of fun. Uh, so, for Mao's character, I think that I really liked it, but I've, I'm honestly on the same like wavelength as Miles, where I was just like, I wish I had a little bit more, and I wish there was a little bit more interaction between Hina, Anzu, and Mao, because, you know, the whole, like, two fucking, like, uh, like, ashes carrying things where she used them as, like, weapons... As Hina and Anzu, which is the wood blocks, yeah, yeah, um, and it was just like I I liked actually I liked Mao being the shit out of a bunch of monks with with Hina and Anzu, but like just having just having her at the last two episodes was kind of weird, um, but yeah, I 
Honestly, I think I'm gonna like catch up. I think I'm gonna read some of the manga and see how the show progresses. And depending on whether or not like the show gets better or the show gets worse, I'll get back to you guys. By the way, if you guys want to watch that, follow us on the Discord. <laughs> nice, sick plug, cat. Thank you. No, but I I just want to say like I think that's like. It's not that she's, like, a bad character or anything like that. And, like, I had fun watching her. It just, like, was so out of place with you get introduced to this three-year time skip with none of the main cast other than, yeah, I mean, yeah, none of the main cast is in this time skip. So it's, like, the mystery of, like, where is this going? And it's kind of it definitely leads to, like, hey, buy the manga ending. I mean... I did buy the manga, so they got me. Um, uh, but it was just like, but most of the time, like it's stuff like that that I don't really like about anime, where it's like go buy the manga type of thing. And but like, it, it, yeah, just the placement was really weird. John, do you have anything you want to say? Well, yeah. I'm... Well, see, I was just gonna say about like how I think like if you're gonna introduce a character like that, either like you wait for season two or you just don't do it, like. So, like, for example, like, in another comedy show that we love, like, in Konosuba, imagine if they introduced, like, Union during the literally, like, episode 12 out of nowhere. And then, like, you imagine, like, you watch that show, like, as soon as it came out and they had to wait two years to see more. Like, you would think that would be so out of place, right? So, I feel like if you're going to introduce a new character, you got to, like, give them more time than just, like, here's, like, half an episode of them for some reason and at the end. It just feels very out of place. Yeah, I comparison. Yeah. Um, and you guys, if anyone has listened to us talk before, you know how I feel about read the manga slash, you know, really poorly done endings, and that is I hate them. So I yep. didn't really like this one wasn't as egregious nearly. Because I, I don't know, I was it not as egregious because I wasn't as invested or as concerned about the ending. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't like I was in it I was in this show for the fun, not for the drama or whatever, like I might have been with uh, Land of the Lustrous or Akadama Drive or whatever else, right? Like other shows that that have frustrated me with their endings, um, at least that come to mind recently. But like the, versus like with this one, it's like it is kind. It, it it's I wasn't really like dying to know what happened at the end. I kind of just was enjoying the ride, so it didn't bother me nearly as much. But I do, I do agree though that Mao. Mao's introduction felt very random yep. and out of place and unresolved, really, to, in my opinion. Um, at least not completely resolved. Um, so, yeah. Alrighty, I think, yeah, we can move on to best boy and best girl. So, uh, we will each pick our best and uh, we won't do worst because I think in general... It's a fun show. We already have our worst... Our discussion about what might make a girl bad or not. But uh, but yeah. So Miles, why don't you kick us off? Who is your best girl if it isn't Anzu? Because it's clearly not her. It's not Anzu. Um, it's Hitomi. Hitomi's amazing. I think she's so funny. Um, I God, I just think she's the funniest character. I I relate like Wicked Hard. I have a hard time saying no to like tasks and stuff. Um, and just like the situation she finds herself in having her as like a straight man with all of these absolutely insane characters. Um, I think it's just funny. We, ha we hear like a very large amount of her inner dialogue where we don't get that for as 
many other people. Um, which I thought was great. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to, to uh, Nita's sister. Um, it's like someone who I was a big fan of, but didn't really have enough screen time to like make it on. I, I like the idea of her just running around beating people up on the street, um, <laughs> practicing like illegal karate on them or whatever it was. Um, for best boy, I am going to do, what were their names? Um, Are you doing the same ones that I'm doing? Yeah, do you, uh, do you have their names? It's Kengo and uh, Takashi. Are they okay. the, two boy, the two guys? Yeah, at the, the, bar? Two, the two boys. Um, they're like the Hitomi's classmates, and they do like the detective thing and stuff, and they, they're like looking out for her with their other friend. Um, Kay, I think her name is. And uh, they're really good friends. They were just like. I don't know. They were like really good depictions of kids, which is sort of fun. Like they felt like seventh graders, which was like neat. Cause like, you know, I don't know. Anime. Yeah, let's go play like, detective or something. Yeah. Like, that. like let's like, let's have fun. And they were like, you know, I, I don't know. They like, didn't know what to do once they figured out what was going on and stuff. And it, it was a lot of fun. They were, they were really good friends. Um, I, I like the whole little group dynamic. Uh, it was fun. Uh, that's what, that's what I got. That's fair. Um, all right, Kat, what about you? Uh, for me, best girl is going to Hina. Uh, mainly because, okay, so I didn't get enough of Mao to actually give her best girl. So that's number one. Number two, Anzu, I like Anzu, but I do have some uh, small gripes with her. Uh, just because, like, there's just some... Like, some of the things that uh, Miles said, I was going to actually give Best Girl to Anzu just to spite Miles, but uh, he made some he made some good points. <laughs> so, I try to make good points. <laughs> um, it generally does. Generally. And, um, just, like, Hitomi, I, I like Hitomi, but I just feel, I just couldn't give Best Girl to Hitomi. I just don't know why. I just felt it just didn't feel right. So I gave it to Hina because Hina is just kind of like, I like deadpan characters that make the, that are deadpan in addition to the show. Like not just deadpan because the, because the show is deadpan. Like those types of characters annoy me, but like Hina, even though she's a main character, she just, she just added to the character added to her character to the show so much better uh, from her being there. Um, but best boy, on the other hand, I am actually going to give it to um, to what was his name? Uh, it was one of the guys at the bar, uh, Sabu, the the random dude that's just like fucking. He's, he's fucking, the delivery boy or whatever. He does all the dirty or like all the minimal tasks for the yakuza's. Yeah, like he just kind of like eggs on Nita and just like is basically Nita's hype man. And I just really, really like that. Uh, it's it's kind of funny for me. I didn't want to give it to uh, to Nita because you know Nita's a piece of shit sometimes, and I wasn't gonna so give that it. Guy. I mean, yeah, yeah, he, like, but, screws like, over Nita in the. He almost uh, has he, Yeah, yeah, it almost has him murdered. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, like this hype man is the exact opposite of Nita's what he is. A reasonable person here. <laughs> He's his number one hater, if anything. Oh shit! I, I... did you forget about the like the he was like too embarrassed to own up to like texting the wrong thing, like when Nita was like, "No, I won't be the president" or whatever. And then they like oh, yeah. buried him in sand and stuff because war. the guy it, couldn't like yeah, own up to his mistake. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did forget about that actually. Okay, so I'm I'm taking that away now. from Sub. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's worst boy. Um, let's see, which one was it? Uh, fuck it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give it to the fucking president. <laughs> the one I liked stuck. him a lot. He was fun. Old guy or the fat guy? Baba. The old guy. Oh, old guy. Okay, never mind. Grandpa? Uh, yeah, the, the, the grandpa, the the president, the, the guy. The head guy. The head Yakuza. Yep. Yeah. The grandpa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, uh Johnny, what about you, man? So my my favorite girl is also gonna be Hitomi just because like with Anzu, even though like I don't hate her as much as Miles, I did find some things about her annoying. Like to me, she's like it's it's the same as what Nita said. She's too nice. There's like something something doesn't feel right when someone's too nice. Because and she's with, too dumb. She has to be nice. Well, also lab, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, and also Hina sometimes like Like I, I also like the deadpan like Kudere characters kinda, of, but like this is like there's a line that you cross where you go from like being deadpan to just kinda of being a dick. And that's kinda of what Hina was. So I'm gonna give it to Hitomi because, like, again, like I love. I, I mean, Miles already said a lot of the points I said. So like, I love her reaction faces. I love like, I love her personality where she just goes through with like all this stuff, even though she on the inside absolutely hates everyone around her for making her do this, but she just does it anyways. And yeah, but and for a best boy, I'm gonna give. I'm surprised no one else has done. I, I'm gonna give it to Nita. Same, a lot of the same reasons I gave for Hitomi. Like this guy's reactions are hilarious. Like. Mm-hmm. He's, he's just like <laughs> his reaction, like as I said, like to just Hina you know, just yeeting herself into his apartment. He's just like, "Well, this is my life now." Just I'm, I'm gonna absolutely... pretend this didn't happen, and then he comes back next day. Oh, yeah. of course, this is what's here. Yeah, yeah. that was good. I think my favorite Nita moment um, was when he uh, or when Hina's like tasting. God, what Izura, Izuna, whatever the food is called Ikura. again. Ikura. Ikura. God damn it! So many letters. Um, salmon row. Yeah, yeah. She, salmon row. Fish whatever. I watched the eggs. dub. Yep. Fish eggs. Fish yeah, eggs. there you go. That explains it. Um, no, yeah. So his reaction to, <laughs> so she eats it for the first time, and she goes, "Oh, I've become a woman," or whatever. And he's like, "No, you haven't." Like this deadpan is just like, "No." Like, oh my god. No, yeah. About like, it's like it's like the same kind of mood as Kazuma going, "Yes, I'm Kazuma." He's just like, yeah. "Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly." It's very deadpan. It's just, but that was so funny because he was just like, "Oh, I have matured into a beautiful woman." Or yeah, like the whole like, like oh, I had my cherry popped. Essentially, is like what the joke is, and it's, he's like, "No, no, you haven't." Like yeah. she doesn't understand the the gravity of that term. Well, that's because uh, she, she says like yum and he's like don't you have like something like more to say about that and then she says like i finally blossomed into womanhood or something yeah, exactly. like that and he's like no no one thing one thing i want to say is that like throughout the show hina kind of copies like the same mannerisms he does you see like he 
Nita, like a lot of times, asks Hina, is like, why are you copying me? He's like, isn't that my line? Uh, I don't know if that's intentional, but I thought that was also a really great part of the show. Yeah. I bet it is. I, I, I think that their interactions are just so great. They're they're wonderful. Absolutely. All right, Pete, what have you got? Uh, I'll do best boy first. Uh, same with Miles. I did the two classmates. I really enjoyed their dynamic. Having a lot of fun together at the same time. Just, like, being, like, really good, like, friends to, like, everybody while also being, like, kids was, like, a really fun element. They weren't, like, douches or whatever. They were, like, really fun. I really liked, like, this when they're trying to, like, feed Hina snow and they're, like, acting as, like, sushi, like, chefs and stuff like that. That was super funny. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. And for my best girl, so the, this is my second time watching it. The first time watching it, uh, Anzu was my best girl. I was super salty that she didn't win the Crunchyroll best girl. And she lost to the freaking My Hero Girl, which was just ri- ridiculous. Say what you want about Anzu. She's better than the My Hero Girl. Second time watching it through, um, I liked Hitomi way more than what I previously remembered. But I still think I'm going to give it to Anzu. It, it was it was more of like the... Sh- <laughs> you, you shush. It was more of like the, um, the scenes she like set up um, that were like super heartwarming. There was, like, a scene where she just gets, like, adopted for the restaurant. And there's, like, a really heartwarming scene where it's just, like, there's a piece of you within... Or there's a piece of them within you that you still have, like, all those memories. Like, you didn't lose them. And then they also have that memory of you inside of them. And then she, like, starts breaking down and crying because she's, like, remembering, like, it's okay to, like, move on from, like, where she was as, like, a homeless person because that was her family and now she has, like, this new family. It's, like, it's okay because you still, like, have those memories with each other. And I thought that was, like, a really good moment and, like, it really showed, like, a great side of Anzu when she, like, started breaking down and she felt so bad. But, like, she knew, like, this was the right move and they knew it was, like, the right move to do and stuff like that. So I was a really big fan of, like, that specific moment. Also, I thought, like, the homeless arc was, like, really well done because... Other than, like, Tokyo Godfathers, I don't really know, like, when homelessness is addressed in um, anime, like, kind of seriously. There are some, like, joke things in anime, anime that they do, but, like, this, I thought they did, like, a really good, like, just, like, how they addressed homelessness in this was, like, really interesting. So, uh, I'm gonna give it to Anzu for my best girl. Fair enough. All right. Um, speaking, uh, to stick with the homeless uh, aspect, my best boy was Yasan, which is the guy who basically taught Anzu how to become a homeless girl, like or, or the, and you know helped oh, welcome her into a group. The what? That's horrible. Out of context. Teach her how to become a homeless girl. Hey man, you gotta learn the skills. You gotta know know the streets and. Like you're implying, like you're you're teaching them to become homeless. Well, it how to live, like how to be homeless? Twitter. It is. It you know what. I'm gonna keep talking. Uh, it's it's a he, he's a good guy. He did he he helped her out, and that's the way I looked at it. I thought he was a um a, a very kind and and gentle character, and he helped you know take he was a leader of that community as well. I really liked him a lot. And my best girl uh is gonna be Utako Sakura, the bartender lady, because she was very funny. Um and uh she's a legal hitomi so i i mean like there's you know there, there's no negatives there's no negatives to that so there we go what, what about her like you know blackmailing children what about your thoughts exactly. on that? i'm okay with that. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. 
yeah. You got to do what you got to do. You know, you got to get, I don't know. I think she, you know what? Would he tell me regret what she's done? She blackmails her twice and then forces her to sign an apartment lease. Like, just like, <laughs> what a great role model. She is the best stop, girl in the like, show. What I look she up say? to her. She says, like, stop, like, like to get, letting other people to decide things for you. Is She's forcing Atomi's hand down. Like to make her sign the lease. Um, <laughs> she's great. She's a driven woman. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I, I see my, like my thoughts on her are summed right up by Nita when she's like getting like flanderized, basically. She goes like more and more off the deep end, and Nita like just looks at her and says, I used to be in love with this woman. <laughs> still is. Yeah, he's like, why did I love is. her again? Still... Like, <laughs> she's awful. <laughs> I love. I've loved her the whole show. I was like, yep, never that's the one. Oh no, she's great. I like her too. That's a, she's the one. She's the one from this show for me. So I'm gonna stick with that take, Johnny. Uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see. In response to what you just said, we're not gonna address it though. So yeah, let's move on. Um, yeah, I think we're ready to do closing thoughts. Uh, if everyone else is ready to go, so Miles, why don't you lead the way? Uh, you with your Anzu hate, which, by the way, Anzu was great. I did enjoy Anzu a lot. Anzu was, I, 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 there are definitely ways Anzu is great. Anzu is great out of context. Um, I think that's fair. Uh, so yeah, this is a super fun show. It's really funny and pleasant, and all the characters are great, and it's just like a very wholesome experience. I feel like, um. Watch it. Uh, eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Yeah, I. That's fair. I can see very... Eight out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> I said it's it was honestly... masterpiece. <laughs> I think I can. I think I can nail where the uh, where the two points were knocked off. Anzu and Mal. Uh, I don't. I. I. Well, okay. There is a point knocked off for Anzu. A hundred percent. Um, and not Anzu. Just how they used Anzu. Because Anzu's wonderful, and she's she's got a really good work ethic and stuff, but they just made her so stupid. So stupid. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. But that's part of the bit for well, me. Life is great stupid people sometimes. It's just what it is. I've never met anyone that dumb. Ever. It, it would be like if someone some was just like, Discord? like come on. if someone yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. it would be like someone it's it the equivalent of someone like staring at a flight of steps and being like I don't understand how to get up and they ha- they're like a able-bodied human being with legs and they start and like, rolling up them you know? yeah you're just like you have my legs and walk up the stairs <laughs> it's just well is your dog in the discord Johnny no but I can try to get him in damn well maybe next time make All him right. an account. Yeah, Kat, go ahead, buddy. What have you got for your final score as well? So my for my final thoughts, uh, this show is great to watch. Uh, it's also great to watch a second time, too, because like you, you miss some of the things during the first watch, and you get to see a few more things next watch. It's not like uh, certain shows where you watch it once, and then the second time you watch it, you just feel like you're dying. Uh, or, you know, it might be not like... Exactly. Or, and it's not like, you know, Angel Beats, which we watched, yes, last time. And it was just, yeah. Um, and uh, you realize that, you know, your heart is being ripped out in front of you. Uh, or, I'm not going to mention the show, I was about to mention, never mind. Um, so, 
Anyway, I really, really liked this show. I really, really liked, uh, I liked watching the show a second time. Uh, and honestly, you really should go and watch it if you haven't watched it already. And even if you have watched it, watch it again. Uh, I gave the show a nine. It's great. It's really, really fun. Uh, I had to take some off because of the, I had to take a point off because of the, um, because of the, uh, you know, ending. Because, you know. Linda Lustrous had to do the same thing. So. Yeah, that's fair. What, so Actually, you, I'm gonna give I'm nine. gonna give this show an eight. Oh, you're an going eight. to down to an eight. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yes, because All I gave right. Linda Lustrous an eight. And you think they're about even? All right, that's fair. That makes yeah. sense to me. All right, Johnny, what about you? Yeah, so show's great, funny as hell. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, All right. Um, tough, tough math for me. Uh, so I'm far. gonna just be straight with it. Pete, no, that's no, no. I'm saying my math is going to be very difficult on this one. Uh, Pete, what have you got? Yeah, I absolutely love this show. It's one of two anime I think so far where it's given me like a go buy the manga ending, and I've went and bought the manga. It's that and Land of the Illustrious. Funny that we brought that up. Um, I really the second time through, I really enjoyed seeing like that the family aspects of the show that I missed the first time. I think that was like a really fun underlying element to the show. I'm a big fan of that, especially in like the slice of life genres where we get to see, you know, not dead parents interacting with kids. That's fun. I would like to see that more. Um, especially as I'm getting older, I find that I'm gravitating more towards that type of stuff. But I did also like the mix of like sometimes having like the action that we saw in like, uh, I don't know, like episode two where our Hina just like destroys another Yakuza's office and then Nita gets all the credit. <laughs> Uh, props to like the random suicide missions that they have in this show that there's two that Nita gets one and then Anzu gets one and they both, it both turns out like eventually it comes out like, okay, they didn't actually die. So I would say the suicide mission was a success regardless of the outcome, as long as they're not dead. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to reading the manga now that I got, I think 12 of the volumes, except the, they're printing like every volume, like every year or so in seven years, I'll have all of the manga completed. And in my collection. So that being said, great show. Love the dynamics of mixing the genres. Very similar to Mob Psycho, except I think just a little, not as good as Bob Psycho, but still like really good Bob Psycho style show. Love like the serious and comedy elements that they mix into it. So I'm giving it a nine. I really enjoyed it. And I think everybody should watch it. A nine. All right. So you are, my math will be hard. Good to know. Um, all right, uh, so Pete gave that show an, uh, this a nine. I'm going to be uh, like most of the rest of the crew. I'm giving this show an eight out of ten overall. I had a lot of fun watching it, um, but I didn't find it to be profound or life changing or um, make it, it didn't make me think extremely hard either. Like, um, which generally speaking, I like my sh- my higher rated shows to have done that in some way. Like, I, this felt like very just simple, basic good humor like it wasn't like it wasn't super profound there were deep moments at times but it wasn't like a you know like a truly truly big brain moment like rick and morty or something right but uh <laughs> yeah like you're not gonna get a tattoo to yeah. you you know what i mean no no of course only not. for the ladies exactly. yes sir um but it's also not just terrible bad humor either like it's really funny it is clever at times and it it's the first show that's had psychics in it too that I didn't hate. Like, I yeah, didn't what love the it. hell is this? 
Yeah, we're I doing know, a little weird. like role reversal right here. I know you were hating on the psychics. I, I, well, I, I think psychic power is dumb. Anyone who's listened to us talk about it before knows I hate it. But since it was used in a comedic way and was hardly used, to be honest with you, like outside of the comedic way, at least in general, especially early on in the show when um, it, it was just there, like it didn't, it didn't bother me because it wasn't the focus. It wasn't. It wasn't just me sitting there going, why the fuck can't you do this because you're psychic? You know, like, why, but this why was are like you the only nerd? show we've watched where that's an actual plot hole? No, it's not. It's not the only you cannot say with a straight face that this is the only show where psychic powers are just not broken. That we've watched for Anime Club? I can. I don't think it's so. the only it's show we've watched in Anime Club where the Shinsuke psychic powers. I know we've been through this. We ex- you brought up like three things. Listen back to the tape. Everything I you have brought up is explained. Yes, it's amazing. I still think so. no, but my point is that psychic powers are still objectively. If broken. you look at the numbers, and and they're still and the I don't know. I just think that they just will they, never they explain they, them. They okay, so they explain them. That doesn't mean that they're not still broken. They're not they still like utilized them. In the acknowledge that they were broken, so they fixed their whole society around balancing it. But they didn't balance it in uh, whatever. This it was, is it, not just yeah, this kind of your episode. Go listen yeah, to high rest kind of responsible for balancing. I still great disagree. show. Go listen to our episode. Um, mediocre show. Um, but much better than this show. <laughs> just if you're looking for a, for a good show that uses psychic powers intelligently and doesn't use them poorly like this show, watch the Sakaiori. I disagree, and, t- and if you're the exact opposite of opinion then you'll like this one. Uh, so there we go. I don't know. Um, yeah, that was my final thoughts. I guess it was my final thoughts. Um, it was everyone else's too. But yeah, 8 out of 10. I don't know. I don't, I don't see the show ever really changing in my eyes. Like, I, I, If it had a second season, I don't really see it going up very high or going down either, though. So I, I think 8 out of 10 is a very fair score. We total that up to uh, between the five of us. It averages out to an 8.2, which is... I'm pretty sure is the exact score it has on 8.19 Mal. 8.19 on Mal. 8.19 on Mal. There you go. So, oh, wow. Yes. Oh, that's, that's great. Wow. That's, uh, we're usually close, but not that close, especially with only five of us. That's pretty good. Um, well, I guess good or bad is irrelevant, but it's very higher than uh, the girl who leapt through time, which is the most eight out of eight. Eight out yeah. of ten yeah. thing of all time. Like, this is definitely like more, this is like a better eight out of ten than <laughs> girl who leapt. Which is also an 8.0, or yeah, it's an 8.0 because we had four of us rate it and we all gave it eights, I think, or three something like that. Three, it was only three of us, really? We no, you had... insane, baby. That's right. That's right. Oh, well, no, Miles' score factored in too and he gave it an eight. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> because he was, he was, he was, he was away. Right. Um, but yeah, so that's, uh, by the way, what was our score for, um, I score for Angel Beats. I never wrote it down. Uh, five I never got something or something. Five something. Five yeah. Something? Yeah. Uh, five. It was kind of low. Oh boy! God damn, guys! Real you really laid into it. I listened to like the first like ten minutes, and I was just like, "Oh god, I really don't want to listen to this." I'll be honest. Like, I just sat there and I was just like, "Fuck this! I don't want to hear them talk about Angel Beats." So I, I gave it, it like I think I gave it a seven, and I was like the highest score. <laughs> it was like me, it was not great. Oh yeah, you guys give it like nines or something. Five which is a travesty, because that show was not that good in any day, weight in any day, shape, weight, or form. And you know what? If you um, want explanations, so, you know, it's if just... you want to hear our explanations, listen to the episode. But this isn't. There the you go. Wow. Uh, what are, what are the winners? Let's, 
Uh, well, uh, oh, well, Johnny, okay, fine, whatever, Johnny. Guess, can just remember, Johnny's the moderator for tonight. <laughs> Someone does need to put us back on track. It's been one hell of a night. Uh, <laughs> so thank you, Johnny. I do appreciate that. No um, so we had a we had quite the vote this week. Mm. Oh God! There's an expression. I already know what's gonna happen. That we need. It's called, you know, every classic needs a sequel. We need you follow up. No, to every great episode you're talking have. out of your ass. And. Unfortunately, we're not getting that because Rosario oh, yeah. Vampire oh, Season 2 oh, <laughs> came in second this week. Oh, um, oh my third, god. Uh, so, Konosuba and Rosario Vampire Season 2 tied for second. Uh, the Devil is a Part-Timer came in third this week. Okay. Um, and we will be watching. Pete, are you ready? Are we watching Drifters? We're watching Drifters. Let's go! Let's so, go. Two weeks okay. in a row, I think Pete wins, right? Pete, Pete, yeah, Pete gets the the double W. Um, oh, let's go! Konosuba, Rosario Vampire Season 2, and The Devil is a Part-Timer each gain another um, legacy, legacy point. Legacy point, nice. Yeah. So Damn, now are... do I want to pick a show that I think I'll win and go for the three-peat? Or should I pick go, a show? Go that... for a three-peat. Go for a hat-trick, dude. Yeah. Okay. You could pick one of my shows that's got yeah. like six legacy oh, points. Oh, where they go, here they come. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> what did it? What did I nominate last? Oh, I nominated Nanambiori. Mm, thank God we're not watching that. I'm sorry, Cap. Holy cow! Great wow. Um, oh. Anyways, speaking of which, now we can nominate shows for next week. So Miles is ready to go with his little spreadsheet and tracker. Miles, what are we? Uh, you nominating for next week? I am going to nominate a show. Um, I'm going to really change it up. Called Flying Witch. Um, okay. Flying Witch is a slice of life slash, like I don't know, like healing show is I guess what they're called. It's like very slice of life. Uh, it's similar to like Yuru Camp or I think Mushishi is something else that's in the genre. Oh. Um, but it's like. I don't know. It, it's very outside of my my comfort zone, but you got my uh, I think it it would be an interesting thing to talk about because it's just a very different show than anything we've watched. So, okay, okay, Cat, what about you? What have you got? So I was thinking about um, a while ago, like before, like during the episode, I was thinking about nominating Sweetness and Lightning, but I decided that instead of doing that, I'm going to reach back very, very, very far back into, like, I think it was, like, the third or fourth uh, episode that we did of Watch Club. Uh, I nominated the show, and you guys were like, holy shit, that show seems like it's ass. Um, And uh, I just want to be like, hey, you see this trash? I'm throwing that at you again. Um... Which, personally, I don't think is really that bad. I think just a lot of people didn't get past the first three episodes because they didn't know what the fuck was going on. Which is kind of what the show was trying to do. Um, Get to the point! (laughs) Okay, anyway, the show that I'm trying, that I'm going to uh, to nominate is called Pet. Oh. Oh, yeah, I heard that. 
that show is hot, hot dog flavored water. It has a 6.46 on Mal. You say my name? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, um, We're going to be watching Pat. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> just, I'm not, I'm not that interesting. Out, I promise. Six hours of him in his room. Six. Try fucking 19 to 20 hours of me just sitting at my computer every day. God damn it. That's just my life now. But anyways. Christ, I didn't know you had that much stamina. I didn't need to either. Pat goes all night, baby. <laughs> I do. I, do. <laughs> I, I I am always on call. Yes, right. sir. Uh, Twenty no. hours. That's about how long I spend at my computer every day. No, no, eighteen maybe. I'll give myself six hours of sleep. <laughs> Does that include being on my phone in bed though? So that's this goes out to the public. Pat, lie. <laughs> Say I, it's like eight. There are literally people <laughs> watching us on Twitch right now. They pa- know I'm. Parfully they know I work. Is interacting in chat right now. Well, that's okay. They know I'm. I'm. I, I, <laughs> They just know I'm a busy man. I, I've got my career and I've got no life. So there we go. Um, <laughs> you just made two completely contradictory statements. I don't think so. No, no. I don't think you so. Have a career and no life. Yeah. That's kind of where this I'm is right now. this is like a bottom third bracket episode for us. Um, yeah, it is. It is pretty yeah. awful. Um, Johnny, what are you nominating? <laughs> uh, so which show has a uh, gotten into the top three? I think six weeks in a row yeah, now. Well, five weeks uh, in now a row and then here and there. A part timer. <laughs> Devil's a part timer has uh, eclipsed now and then here and there for the amount of legacy points that it has. I'm gonna bump that up again because I'm just gonna like cape myself if this doesn't if it keeps oh, getting sucked. It'll it'll it eventually through how this works will win. Um. <laughs> so literally, literally nobody votes for it. I vote for it every time. <laughs> As do I. I voted for it twice. Yeah. It got second place. Like, you almost won. It's, yeah. Every single time. But, like, it, okay, it's, it's, that's my show. I'm not stopping until that wins. Oh, and I will never vote it's for better, it. Uh, it's better than what I was having to, what I'm going to have to do with, uh, with, uh, Pet, because nobody's going to vote for it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> at, least oh, shit. Like no, at least you know ahead of time it's okay you no, know what you, you know what now now want to now want to fucking change it now now uh, well, you can you no too late next week buddy you can try and sell it to us <laughs> i i will listen i will listen uh, legitimately to you try to sell it to me offline off this podcast so for okay. now uh pete what have you got for your nomination this is a show that I, for some reason, stopped watching, even though I really enjoyed it. And the second season is currently airing. And a lot of people think it's like anime of the year, like nominee worthy. So I'm gonna, uh, I recommended it before. It might have a legacy point. I'm not entirely sure, but I'm gonna recommend Megalobox. Ooh. Megalobox, okay. Megalo. You know what? Because I can only vote for three shows, and I'm not voting for Megalobox. Pet's gonna get a point. Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Yes. What's, what's with the hatred for Megalobox? Not a fan. Hey, oh, you're you're one of the normies who's watched everything on Netflix, so maybe that's why. Hey, what's the what, what's the big problem? Is it, it is it what? It looks stupid. I to fucking they're robots boxing. How dumb is that? Well, they're not robots. They're human. Whatever. He he has robot arms or something. They use like a like kits. They they put over like their shoulders so they can hit each other harder. Like Rock'em Sock'em. Yeah, they're except... like Rock'em Sock'em robots, except yeah. humans. They're Rock'em Sock'em humans. Uh, yeah, Miles looks really stolen. Yeah, Miles looks real fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, for all audio listeners who have somehow made it this far. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, all right. I guess it's my turn to just re-up something that has is just never going to win, I guess. I've, I've, I've accepted the fact that, you know what, no matter how many times I've sold people on the show and gotten their votes, they never all vote together. But now and then, here and there, whatever the fuck, it'll eventually win. Yep. Not likely, but yeah. Um, and I'm glad to be back to put it on the list again for it to lose again and leave me with my one victory of Tadakun never falls in love. Great show. Mm. Mm. Never, it's it's better than five, it's better that five. is literally my only win. It is. Oh, I, wow. I, Pete has now surpassed me as well for most victories or, or least victories, I guess, or I, I have like surpassed four Pete. No, you're, well, I thought this was your second one. Second he, he frequently lies about how many victories he has. That's, I don't remember. Maybe you're right. I'm like, did he, he win handshakers? Yeah, but that was like a joke, and that doesn't really count as a dub. Well, you have more than I do. I, I yeah. remember that. Not you. St- yeah, well, you have more than I do, Kat. You had Land of the Lustrous and fucking non Baka. Yep. So, yeah, those are unforgettable for me, too. So, um, I don't know. We're, we're Smiley so has the same amount of victories as Pat wow. does, and Smiley hasn't been on an episode Throw since episode three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was Grimgar, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shows, and, and how many times has Pat missed an episode? I think it's one time. Twice. You've missed two episodes. I've missed two episodes now. Have I missed two? Oh, you're right. Yeah. I did miss two. I missed the um. I missed Angel Beats. That was the second one last week. There you go. Um. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. And how many has Smiley missed? I think probably like, <laughs> <laughs> like fifty-one. Yeah, a lot. Can I think, I think where I'm tasting and, a little and, bit of seasoning and, from the white people in this in this podcast right now? So. Oh. In N minus three, where N is yeah. the number. Hey, of- I'm here almost. I'm here every week. What do you want? You're here every week, starting like six months ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, started. Not yeah. Six. I think it's been um, like six months, but anyways, uh, let's wrap this up. And no, let's keep talking. Let's. Oh, keep Pat already has a vote cast. We need more. Uh, we need more racial. Uh, I already have a vote cast. Pat already. Vote. Yeah, someone already voted for Pat. Look at that. Um, let's go. Pat. Oh, Pat. Yeah. Pat. All right. Fuck. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> we're we're gonna have to watch Pat. Um Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, th- thank you for joining our anime club discussion of Hinamatsuri sort of I think we talked about other stuff more honestly, but yeah. Go ahead, Pete. Take it. Well, I was going to say, if you made it this far, thank you. If you are listening on YouTube, if you'd like, comment, subscribe on our video, it helps us beat the YouTube algorithm. If you are on, like, Apple Podcasts, if you don't mind leaving us, like, a five-star review or a four-star review, actually, just tell us how you feel about our podcast. That'd be great. Um, Otherwise, we'll be having an episode next Monday. Still debating what I want to do. We might do, like, this silly list thing that I came up with, or we'll be doing, like, a preview for the following season. So... That's in the air, but we will have an episode on Monday. Otherwise, in two weeks is the What Do You Say Anime two-year anniversary of being a podcast. Exactly. It'll be one day off, but essentially two years of having this podcast. So if if you're a first-time listener, long-time listener, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. This has been a great journey. Met a lot of cool people. And here's the two, at least two more years. So I'm having a great time with it. But in two weeks... We will be doing drifters, so we will see you then, and thanks again.